Stay at home if possible. If you must go out, maintain six feet of distance between you and everyone else, and wear a mask if you're going to be within six feet of others. Wash your hands more often than you ever dreamed possible. Avoid alcohol, tobacco, and drugs. And call your friends and family. Check in on your mother. She wants to hear from you right now. And speaking of mothers, we need you to do this, if not for yourself, then for your abuela. Do it for your granddaddy. Do it for your big mama. Do it for your pop pop. We need you to understand, especially in communities of color, we need you to step up and help stop the spread so that we can protect those who are most vulnerable. This epidemic is a tragedy, but it will be all the more tragic if we fail to recognize and address the disproportionate impact of COVID-19 and an array of other diseases and risk factors on communities of color. The task force and this administration are determined not to let that happen. The president, the vice president, has said we will not let that happen. We can't fix these issues overnight, but I promise you we will work with your communities to quickly and meaningfully move the needle in the right direction. Nothing less than the fate of our families and friends, my family and friends, depends on it. Jerome, I said Jerome and a half. I said Jerome and a half. How's your bath without a doubt? Break it on down. Ciao. Ciao. Mr. Surgeon General Adams, Abuela, Granddaddy, Mama, Mimo. Pop, that's the thing. You see how he ain't called him out though, right? You see how he ain't called me more, he haw, or whatever the fuck else they call they people. You see how he didn't call him out, right? He was talking to us. He was talking to us. He was talking to us, our, mm -hmm. our black and brown brethren. Because he definitely said abuela. And then when confronted later, he said, well, I got, I got Puerto Rican in my family. Shut the fuck up. Surgeon General Adams, sir, or 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 as your mama call you, Rome. Stop fucking playing. Your, your mama named you Jerome. I'ma call you Jerome. Okay? She was up there like Hercules, 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 Hercules. My baby's smart. He better call her. He said that your mother wants to hear from you. You were talking to yourself, sir. You were talking to yourself, sir. And now everybody is up in arms about this little conversation he was having with the general public. However, he was talking to himself. You know what's interesting to point out is that he himself and April Ryan, another White House um, press correspondent, commented that he himself has health issues that make him at greater risk. Um, it was something that she had posted on Instagram that I read. And so this conversation, you're, you're talking to us, chastising us in some way. Um, for me, because he's a doctor, I think it's a little bit simplistic and dishonest mm. because um, 
yes, there are um, health concerns that make people, you know, have a greater risk of um, higher mortality rates for us. I, I get it. I think that like him, like a lot of other people are leaving out of this conversation that black folks, brown folks have had shitty care in this country since the beginning of time fucking immemorial. Um, And so that bias in healthcare, in the healthcare that we receive is a large part of the reason why we're seeing these disproportionate numbers as it relates to mortality and this COVID-19 shit. And I, is really starting to like fester in me that people keep glossing over that. And in some ways I'm saying it's dishonest because his words um, make it seem like black people are dying. Brown people are dying at higher rates because of things we are doing and or aren't doing when um, that is not necessarily the case. There is um, a wealth of research and information that puts on display data um, that talks about how there is inherent bias practiced by our healthcare um, system and its practitioners. And so if people are seeking care, like I, I was reading two separate articles earlier this week about two different women, black women who were turned away with um, symptoms, COVID symptoms, but were turn, turned away Um, and not tested because they weren't prioritized. So fuck yeah. Black and brown people are going to represent a large portion of the numbers of people who die because practitioners that work in our healthcare system are not prioritizing our symptoms, our illness, and how it presents. All those things are facts, right? And in case you guys weren't aware, you are listening to the All The Smoke podcast. Quarantine edition. <laughs> because okay. we got some shit to say. We got some shit to say. Yes. We got some shit to yes. say. So it gotta it gotta come in and it gotta be on and popping from rip. So what I will say to you is I agree with everything that you are saying. I think the part that is missing from the conversation is the fact that you are taking all social liberties away from people, right? Being distanced or isolated is not natural and or normal for most people. And so when you when you change the way people understand their way of life, their quality of life, you're then going to have certain people um, behaviorally start to do things that you perceive as more risky. So you tell me I'm isolated from people. I can't go out. You know, when I do go out, it's under the conditions of fear. But then you also tell me I can't have my liquor and my smoke. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm doing the best I can. Most people are doing the best they can. I'm not trying to, you know, minimize alcoholism or anything like that. But those persons who were having that as a concern are going to continue to have a concern. And quite honestly, I'm hoping that they don't because of how difficult it is to obtain alcohol right now. But where there's a will, there's a way. And those who weren't partaking for the most part, aren't going to partake. It's the middle folk, it's the social drinkers, the social smokers that you may see an increase or so in intake. Okay, but an alcoholic, a alcoholic, I am not. Fuck you, I'm going to take a sip, I'm going to take a puff. Fuck you, sir. 
Let me manage the best way that I can. Okay, they think that they're rolling out this plan slowly, but for most of us, it is overwhelming and people are managing, like I said, the best way that they can. The one thing I will say though, the one thing I will say is, of course, no one trusts anything that anyone has to say in this fucking administration, right? They've been shit the whole time and it's no different in this particular situation with this pandemic, right? The one thing I was thinking, right, because I like to get in my bag with conspiracy shit. If you watch, if if you watch him speak, right, his mouth is doing a little quiver, right? And he got like the orange bull right over his shoulder and shit. And so he probably feels a little angst, right? I think that shit was code. I think that shit was code for I'm trying to save you black and brown people. Go in the house because they about to do some shit outside. Let them kill them. Let them kill them. Y'all not listening. Go make sure Nana and, and you know I mean, everybody's straight. Like, y'all not listening. Then when some shit pop up later and I come back and be like, see? He was scared for his life. Watch. In the next two weeks, one or two things going to happen. Either he's going to resign, quote unquote, get fired, whatever. Or we're going to find out that what we thought was that big ass Lysol plane that was flying above us spraying shit wasn't in fact Lysol. And now all of a sudden a whole bunch of the whites is sick. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying. I'm just saying. Let's not count this shit out. Everybody want to run to the cooning and everybody want to run. I'm just saying. If we had somebody that was trying to help, we wouldn't know it any fucking way because the orange boy is clouting us. That's all I got to say about that. I could be dead ass wrong. I'm probably wrong. I'm going to take another sip from my glass. I'm on, the, I'm on the side that says he was cooning. That was a master class in coonery right there. And one of the things that was, that's a pet peeve to me. It's the I WB. Yes, the performance <laughs> for, for Dwight. I don't like it. I don't have any problem with any, you know, person of color using their cultural language, right? I, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. You want to use the parlance of the people? I'm cool with that, bruh. I'm cool with it. What I can't stand is when motherfuckers do that shit to placate white folks. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. Like you said, the big frog with the top hat skippy bopping <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo, I could just see it. Like, I could just see him doing the job, get down on that knee, like, Doing the fucking jazz hands yes. like jazz. Yes. <laughs> yes. Baby girl, that was a master class in coonery from that nigga. Look, don't talk about Romy Rome like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Child. Child. All I'm saying is he said, hide your wife, hide your kids, child. That's what the fuck he said. Hide your wife, hide your kids. I don't know how to take it. Yeah. I'm gonna have to, you know, break that shit, that shit down into more digestible <laughs> bites. It's one of them things where if it don't fly, you know, don't apply, let it fly type shit. Cause you know what? I'm so beyond all of this shit at this point. I don't know about you, but I'm legit losing my motherfucking mind in here. L- let me tell you this. 
I'm sick of people right now, right? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm always sick of people. You always. know me. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a social butterfly. I'm not a people person. But, yo, y'all niggas, I'm headed up to here with you bitches. <laughs> I went to Walmart today. I'm sorry. To pick up something that I had ordered weeks ago. Like, four weeks ago, I ordered it. And I'm, I'm imagining that there was some delay in the shipment because of the COVID shit. I sure, get it. Sure. I ain't had no problem with it. Girl, they tell me <clears throat> that my package has to be picked up before Monday. Right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I go down there. How about the car? I'm walking to Walmart. <clears throat> Bitch, there is a line wrapped around the fucking store. To get in this bitch. Yeah. Is this free before 11? What the fuck? Look, what is the dress code? (laughs) They ain't got them little buzzers. You know how you go to certain restaurants? Okay. And they give you the little jewels. When is my turn? When is my table ready? So look, I go up to the security board. I said, listen, I ordered something. It's here waiting for me to pick it up. I've paid for it already. Did he have I on a mask and gloves? Did he have on a mask and gloves? No. I don't trust anything no. he has to say. I don't trust anything he has to say. No. He says, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am. You still got to go in the line. For something I paid for already. I paid for it. Y'all stealing from me at this point. Give <laughs> me my shit. Y'all, at this point, y'all stealing from me. Okay, it's my purchase. My it's my purchase, and I, and I need it now. Run me my shit. I could not. I I could not believe it. While I'm sitting here talking to the security guard about shit I've already paid for, this simple bitch comes out with a cart full of guess what? Guess <laughs> toilet what? paper. Guess. Toilet paper. No, no. Nope. It start with a T. But it's not toilet paper. A cart full of fucking toys. Ooh, what kind of toys? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I wanted to knock a whole cart over. <laughs> we are fighting for our lives. And you can't entertain your babies? <laughs> Bitch, be a mom. <laughs> a cart full of toys. I'm like... This is why this line is wrapped around here because you simple bitches is buying toys. <laughs> they should get locked up for buying non-essential <laughs> items. I'm like, yo, yo, you gotta be kidding me. This line was, I've had enough. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. She paid for those toys already. <laughs> fuck them toys. She was, fuck her too. She was picking up the toys she paid for already. <laughs> Go! I was so mad. I was so mad. Then I go. I was like, "All right, fuck it. I'm gonna come back another day. I'm gonna try to come back tomorrow and get the shit that I ordered weeks ago." I go to the damn supermarket. It's a line outside the fucking supermarket. Same song. Same song. All around the world. Same song. Yeah. I said, fuck it. It's another store. A few blocks up. Let me go to that one. This should never got damn line. This is why I hate people. I know. 
do. I know. That's why. I know. I respect that. I've had enough. I know. So you remember them jokes that enough. was made when this shit first happened? And they were like, hey, extroverts. Y'all okay? Signed, introverts. Like, you do this for real? Now. Now. Hey, introverts. Have y'all killed anyone yet? How y'all holding up? Oh, I'm about to. I am about to. I'm about to. And the thing is, you know what? Being in a house is driving me crazy. I still go to work a few times a week. So yes. I, I get a few outings. Because you are I get a few outings. <clears throat> no, I'm expendable. Basically, <laughs> that's what that means. Child. So, the, the, the part where you stay in the house... I've had enough of that, but it's manageable. Okay. I kind of like my house some days. Some days. It's manageable. But when I have to go out and motherfuckers buying cartfuls of toys. Right. And all I want to do is just pick up some shit. And I got to stand in the line that wrap twice around the damn building. I just really want to shoot y'all. Okay. Well, I mean, I respect that. And the sales of firearms have gone up significantly. However... The acts of actual gun violence have, if I'm not mistaken, either remained the same or decreased. So apparently it wasn't the guns. Apparently it wasn't. Apparently guns don't kill people. Who knew? Who fucking knew? Me, on the other hand, I am turning into our mother because every time I hear somebody out the window, window. I'm out the window like, who the fuck is that? Who outside? Yes. Who y'all talking to? Who at her door? What y'all doing? Go in the house. Yes. Neighborhood watch. Neighborhood watch, child. I go yes. in the fucking porch and every time I turn around, now, you know I live in a row home. Every time I turn around, it's somebody on their porch outside. I'm like, this is not six feet. I can't even come the fuck out here because you always want to be out here. Go the fuck in the house. Can we make a schedule? Sometimes you come yes. out, sometimes I come out. Like something, because I'm about to shoot a fucking dirt over there. That's what the fuck I'm about to do. Like, I'm so tired of seeing these motherfuckers. Yes. I'm so tired of seeing them. Like, yo, inconsideration is one of my biggest pet peeves. If that don't encompass what the fuck has been going on since this shit started, I don't know what else to call it. Real shit is really bringing out the true character of people. It is. It really is. It is. It really is. And my true character is irritation. And I, know I, just said that I, shoot. Huh? I know you do shoot people, but my true character is irritation. Like, yo, my fucking frustration tolerance is on zero, but my irritation level is on a thousand. I'm like the fucking you know the movie yeah. the, the, the stand up Martin, you so crazy? And the fucking part on the drum. I know you know. And a partner on the joint where he be talking about the the, girl, the girlfriend with the good guy, and the guy be like, babe, babe. And he's like, what? 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 And he's like, I, I just wanted to know if you wanted to go to the zoo. And she's like, zoo? Zoo your ass the fuck up out of here, motherfucker. That's how I feel right now. Anytime yeah. anybody says anything to me, I'm like, what? 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 What do you want from me? Yes, in my Tyrese voice. What do you want from me? Seriously, like, yo, just trying to hold the fuck on. And and, and you and I have had this conversation multiple times. I vacillate between 
acknowledging my feelings, being self-aware, you know, being kind to myself, being forgiving, you know what I mean? Like all of that shit, right? And I'm like, yo, this shit is heavy, it's deep. Everybody is experiencing, you know, this thing in their own way. Um, you know, acknowledge that. Like when I'm tired of shit and I know I ain't did nothing but went to the fucking bedroom and back, I'm like, go ahead and rest, <laughs> right? Go ahead and rest. Like you deserve this this break, right? From this emotional shit. And then the other side of me be like, hey, yo, bitch. You mean to tell me you ain't going to get a motherfucking thing done this entire time? You ain't going to get shit done is what you're saying. But I let, them, be like that. I let them duke it out, though. I, I, my entertainment is watching their ass beat each other the fuck up. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. Shit. Space and grace. That's, I, I've really been trying to model that shit. Give people space and grace to navigate this shit. In whatever way, in whatever healthy way, um, you know, they can. Because that's some new shit. And whatever healthy way for them, though. Whatever healthy looks like for them. Yeah. 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 My thing is this. Definitely for them. As long as you don't come out on the other side of this shit, worse off the fuck than you was before we went in, as far as I'm concerned, that's healthy. (laughs) Because, yo, like you said, we ain't seen this shit note before. And, you know, people have to just be, like, mindful of that. And also be mindful of your fucking kids' experiences, too. They ain't never seen no shit like this before. And a lot of them aren't able or equipped to even comprehend what the fuck is going on. Yep. At all. Absolutely. It's like their whole, everything has been disrupted. Their way of life has been disrupted. Our way of life has been disrupted. I've been talking to fucking people, right? Because you know I told you all the time, people like to confide in me and shit like that. It's mad motherfuckers out here sneaking to go get their little appointments and shit. And I be sitting there like, just be safe. I said it to everybody. Just be safe. Take it how you want to take it. Whatever that means to you. Just be safe. I'm not going to fucking judge that. It's been three weeks plus. And how? And once again, no, not it's a, it's a need. No, this is the thing we were talking about the Surgeon General and him talking shit about alcohol use and and um uh uh you know smoking and shit like that, right? And I get it, I do. Um, but like I said, we're talking about coping mechanisms, right? Yeah. And physical touch, the ability to connect with another person, especially in emotionally overwhelming times. Yeah. is a natural normal fucking thing and so for you to tell people the expectation is that you ain't gonna be touching up on nothing use a motherfucking lie i know yeah. you fucking lied somebody done told you wrong because the only way i'm gonna be able yeah. to get through this motherfucking shit is if i'm gonna be able to touch up on something occasionally Child, a bitch finna break quarantine tonight. Look, I got my $100. Let me tell you, I got my $100 ready. They talking about they stopping motherfuckers. Tonight. If you ain't got nowhere that you supposed to be, or you ain't uh, an essential worker or whatever, they they, they, they could potentially charge you. Tonight. Could potentially charge you $100. Bitch, I got $100 saved the fuck up right now. Fuck is you talking? Hey. No. That'd be the whole conversation. That's the whole conversation with a nigga these days. You'd be like, look, call me an Uber and make sure you had $100. Yeah, yeah. In case I get him up yeah. out this bitch. 
Not in case I get him back. Straight the fuck up. What's up? What's up? Mm-mm. Straight up. Like, like you I said, ain't never lied. Like I said, I'm not judging that shit, yo. Like, this shit is mad difficult. Yeah. It's mad difficult. And like I said, we were. I just mentioned, you know, physical touch. It made me think before about people whose, you know, primary love language and the way they express love and receive love have to do with being with a person or being with their person or people. Right. How the fuck are they faring right now? They probably feel even more isolated. Yeah, I can only imagine. And this, this FaceTime shit technology shit, you know what I mean? Like all that, that's cool, right? You know, we've been doing um, the Netflix parties um, with the group. We've been trying to do um, the virtual games. You know, somebody had mentioned something about a happy hour, right? Um, But uh, yeah, that's only going to get us so far. Yeah. (sighs) I will tell you this though. I'm escaping tonight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Yes. Break down, shake down, bitch. I ain't mad. Yes. But I will tell you I this though. Be out here sneaking out. What? This this time, right? One of the things that I fuck with about black people, especially, is how we can take some shit that is difficult, that is challenging, that is you know, uh, uh, overwhelming, that's scary and all that shit, right? And make some good shit come out of it. Yep. Because these motherfucking yep. don't rush challenges. Right these motherfucking don't rush challenge videos. Love it. I'm loving them. Yo. Yep. If my ass wasn't it. so fucking lazy. I'm loving it. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you are sitting in your crib, and since you just invested an hour plus time to beat the shit out your face and to go through your closet and pull out something fucking fabulous for a 30 second snippet, if that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't got that kind of patience. I respect you. I respect you, sis. All I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. I was talking about being useful with time, right? And how I said I fight back and forth with what I'm doing with this this time. If I don't come out of this motherfucking quarantine knowing anything more about makeup, it's a wrap. I give up. Uh, It's a wrap. I give the fuck up. It's not for me. uh, It's not meant. Because these bitches, like I said, an hour plus... The beat they shit the fuck down, do hair, all that shit, just to share with us for less than 30 seconds. I ain't shit. I ain't shit. If I don't at least learn how to do it, how to do a motherfucking contour. If I don't know how to do a motherfucking contour, then I ain't shit at the end of the fucking quarantine. That's all I'm saying. Space and grace. Space and motherfucking grace. I'm lying like a bitch. I don't give a fuck about this shit. I know you don't. <laughs> if that's a measure of my if that's a measure of my shitness, <laughs> then I already ain't. I'm, okay. I'm ain't. I'm ain't. I'm ain't shit. <laughs> it is what it is. Sure. 
I don't even give a fuck. But I love these fucking videos. You got motherfuckers coming out, aspiring rappers and shit, doing motherfucking COVID themed songs and shit. Not COVID. Seriously, one jo- yo yo. <laughs> What he said, stay in the house. Damn. I can relate. I can relate. What the fuck? Like, yo, one joint, I don't even want to sing it because it was stuck in my head for a minute. And No, the the joint, he be like, hey, hey, you got coronavirus. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I was like... Damn, yo, yo. You know what my shit is? What? Bored in the house and I'm in the house. <laughs> That's my shit. Bored in the house. Bored in the house. Yes. Yo. Yes. Yo. Yo. This is the move right there. Let me tell you something. We are fucking losing brain cells off of this shit. They know what they're doing. They know what the fuck they're doing. I cannot, yo. I legit cannot. Oh, God. I don't even know. I don't even know. So I know that we're, like, talking about the, like, social media shit and, like, the creativity and all that stuff, right? And, like, I'm in a bunch of different groups. And so, like, I'm in crafting groups and all that shit because, you know, I like that type shit. And, like, some of the stuff that they're coming up with is, like, out of this world dope as shit. And I'm, like, it's crazy how, like, necessity drives invention. Right? Yep. And so, I mean, we've heard that before. And so, like, um, just seeing, like, how you, you know, hunker down and, like, make something out of, like, nothing. Right? I feel like that essentially has been, like, the mantra of, like, Black people. You know what I mean? You take some shit that has been given to you that is fucked up and you turn something like beautiful and, you know, turn it into something beautiful. Yep. And so like, I've just been like in awe at some of that shit. And that like, that stuff has really been keeping me afloat for the most part. It's inspiring though. It is, but it's been keeping me afloat like mentally and emotionally. Cause I'm like, yo, like, could you imagine if we were experiencing this shit when we were kids? You know what I mean? Like when we didn't have access to anything, when our outlet was going outside and the fuck now they saying you can't go outside. And I mean, yeah, you could read a book because I could hear, you know, our parents saying that and, you know, yeah, you're going to watch whatever's on TV because you're literally going to watch whatever the fuck is on TV commercials and all because we didn't have the luxury that these fucking kids have of choosing something and then like fast forwarding through like ads if they're watching YouTube or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Um, but besides that, and to kind of like shift gears a little bit, but this has been on my mind. What about those people who are in relationships that were already either toxic, not to like overuse that word, or abusive, or just like in any way, shape, or form, like fucked up or damaging? Like, what happens to them when you tell them they have to stay in? They're locked in together for an undetermined amount of time. Right. Like, what fucking happens to them? Um, 
So one of the things, I don't know what other states are doing um, or other cities for that matter, but I know specifically that Philly is utilizing like safe haven shelters. Um, They're using unused hotel rooms, which I think is an amazing idea. Yeah. um, To give people, you know, reprieve from those relationships that could potentially be harmful to them. So. Um, I imagine that there are plenty other cities and states that are are taking these same measures because shit, the hotels aren't being used. Thanks. You know why not? You know why not repurpose them in some way for people who um are the most in need? So I think that that's dope. Um, but even when you think about, like you said, relationships that aren't necessarily abusive, but just like fractured or toxic in some way. That has to be, you know, something really hard to navigate. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm one of those people that I, I've always had this idea. I don't want to be nowhere where I ain't want it. But <laughs> I imagine that's doubly hard. <laughs> yeah. That's doubly hard in this situation where you can't just, you know, readily, you know, get up and leave. Exactly. And so I've never had that experience. But I, I can imagine that it's a difficult space to be in. Facts. Um, you know, I mean, I did see, you know, like once once again, not to make light of it, but you know, fucking with social media, goddamn it, and you know, I'll say it again. Sometimes we use humor to help, you know, process some like heavier shit, right? But I saw like a meme, and you're talking about not being in a space where you're not wanted, but like you're not really in a position to really be able to like separate from people or be like hey like this isn't working you have to go right like where the fuck are you going to go and it's the fucking me from that goddamn Tyler Perry movie on Netflix and the boy's like quarantine bitch like it's that (laughs) ashtray and I was just like that's kind of like what made me think of the whole thing because I'm like hey yo you can't even be like yo get the fuck out and go go where I mean, you could, right? You could technically say Pretty that much. shit, but it's kind of like, yeah. bitch, go die, bye. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, yes. I imagine that that, like you said, that in of itself is a difficult situation. It's a difficult decision. You know, what are we going to do? Like, people are either going to make or break it for real. Like, it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be some crazy ass shit on the other side of this. I think I'm constantly thinking about, and, and you and I have said this before, our normal has effectively changed Absolutely. right? collectively. And so I'm always <clears throat> thinking about and conscious of the ways, um, the ways in which this world changes after this is over, yeah. not just for us, um, you know, on a collective level, because I, I imagine we recognize that there is definitely some change in the air. But even more personal, like on an individual level, what the lives of our, our, our folks look like um, after this is over. Yeah. And I think if I'm honest, I think for me, that it's a little frightening. Oh, it's very frightening. It's very frightening. We're, we're experiencing something that we've never experienced before, um, that we have no guidance from anyone else who has gone through any similar situations like this before, you know, you can make 
um, parallels to stuff, but it still isn't the same. Like, I remember hearing people say, um, oh, well, you know, if you had, if you had anything to say about prisoners, right, um, then, you know, you should understand kind of now, right? And it's like, even that's not the same, yeah. right? Being told yeah. that you should stay in, um, but go out if needed, you know what I mean, for essential shit is not the same saying your freedom is taken away from you, period, and you have no choice in this thing. You're going to do what we tell you to do. It's not, it's not the same. Right. And I get where they were coming from with trying to make the correlation. Um, but there's nothing that's been quite like this. Like I said, especially with the ensuing fear of the unknown. We don't know. If you do want to make the comparison or the parallel to um, uh, incarceration, right? They have a sentence. It's, it's a time period for which they are responsible this is indeterminate. And that's another thing I realized through this quarantine time that people don't know what that means. Right? People don't understand what that word means. Um, and I think even that is causing a little bit more panic. But essentially it means we don't fucking know. That's what it means. We can't tell you because we're unaware at this time. And we've already done too much fucking talking um, without having a lot of information to back us. And so now we're just going to say, we'll know what I'm saying. Well, now like the kids not going to school for the rest of the year um, was probably one of the most definitive measures they've taken. And I think for the kids sake, I mean, it's probably going to, you know, do some things in other ways, like with the parents and arrangements and all shit. But for the kids sake, I think that it's probably one of the better choices to be made because then at least the kids will know what to, they know. Right. It won't be. Right. Well, when is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? Am I going back? Am I not? Like, what's going? No, you're not. This year. This year is a wash. Now, that's not cool. That's not fair. And, you know, you and I have had conversations about the impact that'll have on, you know, the student body. Um, I do personally feel badly for those people who were graduating this year. Um, kids going on prom, you know, kids going. Um, even kids, like I said to you, who are in, like, in our in our state, you're in seventh grade, that is, like, the make it or break it year for ninth grade, for high school selection. Yeah. At least in Philly. I can't speak for the whole PA. But um, that shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a make it or break it. That's a milestone year. And so for all of those reasons, I feel bad for that, you know, set of students. But I feel bad for all the kids. Right? They don't get to see their friends. And for some of them, they may not ever get to see them essentially again, depending on the circumstances, right? So like, for instance, my son, he's not in formal school yet, but he was switching schools. And so the kids he were he was in class with now, he won't see them next year. Um, and so that's, that's something that I'm trying to help him manage. And help him understand, which is difficult for him because he's only four. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's going to be big changes. It's going to be major things to contend with. And, you know, for those reasons, I feel bad. The same way I feel bad for um, the adults who are coupled, who are in, you know, situations together that they may not, that may not be optimal for them. I feel bad for the kids who are in um, families where, the families are either struggling or the kid is 
being abused or a high, you know, high risk for being abused. Um, that shit scares me. You know, it's scary. It's, it's, you know, you feel helpless. Um, you know, like what really, what really can we do? Like what support, you know, can we offer to these people? Um, it's, it's just a dangerous situation. It's a dangerous situation all the way around. And I'm I'm trying to find the light because you know how I am. Right? Eternal optimist. Um, or at there least I'm no light. Right. Child. I told you, I told you I've been catching up on uh old Game of Thrones episodes, child. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, look, where is where is the god of light? Like <laughs> Where is the God of light? Melisandre says, come through with the come through. Okay, I need to look into your... I need to look into your fire, sis. I need to to look into your fire, ma'am. And find out what the fuck is going on. Because it's crazy. Like I said, I'm trying, but... I really, I really don't know. Like I said, it's, everything is so um, up in the air right now. I just hope and pray um, that, you know, we can get this together, that people can prioritize what's in the best interest for the whole, for the collective, and not just, you know, what's, what they think is okay for the individual. Because um, shit going to be real fucked up. Like, these people that aren't considerate in that way, let me tell you something. Let everybody else the fuck die and see how you fare by your damn self. People going to realize how much they need each other. And I ain't even talking about motherfuckers you know. I'm talking about people, period. We make, like, people make this shit work. You know what I mean? So I think that that's something to consider when people are making decisions for themselves. Even those people, um, you know, like I said, to think that it doesn't impact them, that it won't impact them. That this is a farce or it's a ruse or it's not real or it's, you know, fabricated is, you know, whatever, whatever motivation you think, whatever theory you've come up with, whatever conspiracy you buy into. My whole thing is this. What if it is? What if it is true? What if it is real? Then what? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just I saying. Know. I think it's somebody who, <clears throat> you know, and I think I said this publicly, like on another episode. Initially, I was not very concerned. I know. Um, but you also didn't go around like, ah. No, no, no. I, I always understood that my, me on an individual level not being concerned about a thing doesn't negate somebody else's real valid fears and concerns. Right. Um, but I think it's more time has gone on. I think... Although I'm still not particularly concerned about me, per se, I do recognize that this thing is a lot bigger and more expansive, um, you know, than I, than I initially thought. Absolutely. And so, in my mind, it seems like, you know what, however I feel about, you know, my likelihood of contracting it, let me at least be smart. <laughs> And the decisions that I'm, you know, the decisions that I'm making, I still go out into this world because I still got to work. Facts. And so. You is essential. Um, you is important. <laughs> you is kind. So, I think that one of the things that I've been trying to do 
Yeah, so one of the things that I've been trying to do is, um, in addition to, you know, the customary measures, washing hands like I've been fucking doing, disinfecting shit, using hand sanitizer, um, it's really trying to be patient, you know, with myself and with other people, right? Because yeah. we've said this before. None of us have been here before. Right. Um, and I, and I'm, I'm by nature an impatient person, so I'm constantly trying to practice some degree of mindfulness as I navigate this, these spaces um, when I leave my home. That just like it's new for me, it's new to everybody else in this goddamn country. Well, thank you, because um, I wasn't doing that. <laughs> Even though the bitch with the cart full of toys took me out of my mindfulness for a second, um, I think I've really been trying hard Um you know, to be mindful. You was going to knock people. that whole motherfucking cart over until you thought about touching the cart. <laughs> yes. Until you thought about it, nah, I can't even touch your cart, bitch, you lucky. You know what I mean? People, you know what I mean? People are probably spared of ass whooping right now just because motherfuckers don't want to touch them. Yes. Like, bitch, I would beat your ass. I would beat your ass. When this is over, bitch, you got two ass whoopings coming from me because at that point, then I can put yeah. hands and feet on you. But right now, I can't even put hands on you, bitch. You lucky. Cause a bitch right now probably try to pull you, try probably try to pull your mask off and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, fuck pulling your hair. Bitches trying to pull your mask off, pull your gloves off and shit. Nah, bitch, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not fucking with yes. you. But when this is done, me and you two times, hands and feet on site. Yeah. Oh. So no, I, I definitely, I feel you. Like I said, you know what I mean. Like it's, it, it is difficult. I'm being facetious. I have been trying to be not only aware of myself. What I'm experiencing, how I'm managing, you know, those like feelings and emotions, but how other people are probably doing. Um, I'm trying to have, you know, particularly, um, you know, warmer conversations, more understanding conversations, particularly with my own children, because their experiences are varied right now. And, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to explain to them. And I, I mean, I have an adult and a toddler, essentially. And and trying to talk to both of them is difficult, you know, because they don't get it. They they really don't. They don't understand. And it is difficult. And it is it's scary. And without me, you know, demonstrating and exhibiting and bleeding, you know, my shit onto them as well. Um, you know, when I'm sitting there trying to plead with them about, you know, what they're doing and their practices and their behavior and all that stuff, like. It, you know, then that that becomes difficult for me, you know, as well. So I get it. Yeah. I do. And I applaud all of the, you know, parents out here that are trying to do the best they can and all the people that are doing the best they can. And like legit, if that's what your intent is and where your heart is, that's 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 all we got right now. Pretty much. It legit is all we got right now. But I will yep. tell you this. Just like Blue's Clues. Bitch, we got a letter. <laughs> Yay! We just got a letter. We just got a we, letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Wonder who it's from. So, we have a lemonade letter. And to our delight, it is from one of our guy listeners. Which is really Yay. exciting. Because for the most part, the letters that we receive and keep them coming, we love you for it, have been from um, the ladies. And so I'm going to read it. Um, 
and we'll try to be as much help as we possibly can in our own way. How about that? Can't make no promises. Um, so it goes like this. I've been kicking it with my girl for over eight months now. Everything is cool. We get along well, and so do our families. She has two kids, ages three and six, a little boy and a little girl. I don't have any kids yet, but we've talked about it. I love her. Anyway, ever since the lockdown, I haven't seen or talked to her much. I'm considered, quote unquote, essential. Here we go. So I still work almost every day. She was sent home about two weeks ago. Like I said, she has two kids and her kid's dad is active with them. Well, they decided that it would be best to quarantine together at her house. She asked me if I wanted to be there during this time too. I don't have any ill feelings towards dude. He and I are cool, but they aren't together like that and he knows about me. Well, when she doesn't answer my calls, my mind wanders. I don't know how we'll be after this is over. My brother says I'm tripping and that they probably want to get back together anyway, but I don't know because I think she loves me. I'm not sure what to do. Signed his name, child, and I, I ain't even going to say his fucking name, child. I He's stressed out, child, so I'm going to call him quarantine, babe. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna call him COVID bay. We're gonna call him COVID bay. <laughs> so first thing is first, I say this every single time we get a letter. You know your situation, we don't. So we have to read into a lot of the missing details, right? So for instance, when I hear um you know, I don't, she has kids, but I don't have any yet, but we talked about it. Immediately, I think y'all talked about y'all having kids together. <laughs> okay. Because I mean, sidebar is you and I both know of a situation, a relationship I've been in. I had a kid. He ain't had no motherfucking kids. He said he wanted a kid. I was like, go do that. I'm just saying. So it wasn't implied that because he said he wanted a kid that I was pop. I wasn't popping shit. So anyway, that's, you know, I'm projecting. But I'm just saying. And then the other part was, he said, I'm considered essential, so I still work almost every day. She was sent home about two weeks ago. Did y'all work together? She was sent home from where? Do she work? Oh, okay. Anyway, it might she not be important. She was sent home from her job two weeks ago. Okay, what do they work together? All right, whatever. Either way it goes. <laughs> He's asking. She's not essential. Right, clearly. But he's she's essential in his life, clearly. So he I guess he's asking what he should do about the fact that old boy is laid up in her crib and he opted out because he said she offered. He ain't say he told her no, but he writing this letter. Clearly he told her nah. Clearly he told her, hell no. I wonder what his brother would have said about that. If it's, I wonder what the brother would have said if he didn't be like, yo, I'm going to old girl crib, meet her and dude. I like it. That be her and dude. That sounds like a good time. You know I like it. Me. You know I love it. That sounds like a good time. I'm sitting there like, if he would have wrote this letter a good two weeks ago or however long ago, I'd have been like, do it. Yeah. You should do it. Anyway, yeah. we are where we are now, sir, and I don't encourage you to do it now because you opted out and the lock-in says that you could potentially 
infects her. She could potentially infect you or whatever the case may be. Um, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm questioning why this is making him so unsure about what sounds like a stable relationship. Yeah. Um, he said I think that's his own shit. Yeah. He got, he got to unpack that shit. I think two things stick out for me. Y'all have talked about kids. You love her, but you think she loves you. Yeah. You don't know. Like, y'all, when y'all was talking about kids, right. that didn't come up like, hey, I love you. I'm not saying that you got to love me back, but I'd like to know on this spectrum, where you falling? <laughs> where the where continuum you lies, you all right. <laughs> so boy fuck you so I think that, <laughs> where we at I think that's the thing that stick out for me and it sounds like because you were unsure about how she feels about you um, now you got all of this doubt about the state and status of your relationship either way I still think that's some shit you gotta address you gotta unpack it you gotta address it and have the necessary conversation with her about how you feel and here's the thing I'm pretty sure she knows that this setup is unconventional right but the one thing I think about is she is putting her children before her own discomfort right I'm sure I'm not gonna say I'm sure because maybe it was her cup of tea to have both of y'all quarantine with it maybe it was right um but for most people that's not a conventional setup and it sounds to me like she and if y'all talked about kids this is something you want in a partner somebody who's gonna put the needs of the kids before her own discomfort yeah um so try to look at you know more positive aspects of it then, then the automatic oh, I'm concerned that they fucking when when she don't answer my call. Right. So the thing that it's a couple of things that go through my head as well. One thing that sticks out the most is kind of what you said a little while ago, which is none of us have ever been through this before. I don't know if his questioning her feelings for him have anything to do with um, something that was happening previous to this. I think that this decision she made has shaken him a little bit right because I think that in his mind um you know if it's it's almost like if not this then this type thing right and I think that he's not thinking through because he doesn't have children he doesn't have that experience knowing all that it takes to deal with children to manage them on a full-time basis And so, yeah, I'm sure her motivation was, I want you to have access to your kids. I want your kids to have access to you. It probably also was, come fucking help me with these fucking babies, yo. Because they are small enough where they still require a lot. Come help me with your fucking kids, sir. And if he's saying he don't handle issue with bull, he'll handle beef with bull, bull cool, then I'm sure by proxy, that's because the mom and the dad are cool. And so this doesn't seem like it would be an issue of, you know, a tumultuous relationship or anything like that. It seems like they're pretty resolved in their interactions. Um, and if she's extended the olive branch of saying, hey, I want you here, 
I don't know if she said, I want you here too. If she discussed it with him ahead right. of time and said, this is what I'm planning. But I'm sure that was her attempt at saying, hey, yo, I acknowledge you. I acknowledge us. You're not left right. out of this thing. Right. But this other thing, um, I need to do this for whatever reasons. Right. Yeah. I also agree with you when you said that he needs to unpack some shit because this seemed like some old shit that ain't got nothing to do with sis. And so what I would say, and, and part of the reason why I say that, besides the fact that he seems to co- so question it so easily, but the fact that you went to a brother, you knew what he was going to say. You knew he was going to say, yeah. yo, dog, they probably wanted to fuck anyway. They probably was going to get together anyway. They probably was gonna just... And what I would say to your brother is this. She don't need this as a fucking excuse, my guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if it was a possibility for her and old boy to get back, it would be no you. It would be no reason for her to use a fucking pandemic to want to rekindle a flame with a man that she has two children with. So you might as well ex brother shit out. And I'm part, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that's effective why he's feeling the way he's feeling about her right now too, because I'm, it sounds like that would be a judge situation for him to let that shit rock for him to choose to be okay with it. He, he'd probably be judged by his people. Like, what the fuck you mean your girl is quarantined with her baby dad? You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. that that'd be a situation that most people would be like, well, yeah, I, you know what I mean? It is what it is. I feel you. And in terms of her not answering your fucking calls, guy, 24-7 kids, 24-7 somebody else in her space, 24-7 I might need a second to, to dip away into the bathroom real quick. Just to get a personal, you know, few minutes alone to think or breathe or whatever, decompress. In addition to the fact that she's probably unsure about what the fuck is going on as well. And so I'm pretty sure she's not sneaking away to give a quick blowjob with baby three and six, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like certain things. It's like, hey, yo, if you feel that compelled, have that conversation. Do you mind discussing with me what the arrangements are? You know what I mean? Yeah. What are your intentions with this man? You know what I mean? Have you guys considered the impact of this? You know what I mean? Whatever the fuck you need to know, but don't like, you know what I mean? Sit there. Cause when he started doing the narrative in his head, that's going to, that's going to bleed out into his behavior. And then it's going to impact that relationship. And by the time we come out of this, you might as well have signs still delivered the fuck up back yeah. to whomever, and it might not be baby dad. <sighs> Ain't nobody got time for that. Seriously. Yeah, definitely a conversation. Yeah. Look, yep. the United States Postal Service is still working. Send this bitch a letter. Do a letter. something. Yep. Okay, do something, but don't don't put this on yourself. Don't, you know what I mean, try to work the narrative by yourself. Don't put that added pressure and stress on her. Like, this is one of those unfair situations across the board to kind of, like, fuck with this type of, like, though. And I get it, right? I do. I mean, like you said, it's not a conventional situation. It's not the typical, you know, situation. It's not the norm for most. Um, And I'm sure there are plenty of people that would think that way. And another thing I'm thinking about is, and I know we don't often practice this, be mindful of who you're soliciting advice from. Facts. Like, I think that while the brother may mean well, because that's your brother, right? He don't want to see you get hurt or he don't want to see you get played. 
Um, but I think there's something to be said about seeking the um, opinions and advice from people who can give you um, unbiased feedback. Um, I think we tend to go to the closest people to us and we forget sometimes that these people who we go to, who we trust to share information with, they love us. Yes. They don't want to see us hurt. Yes. Right. And so a, a lot of times, you know, the advice they give you is biased. Absolutely. And you kind of got to be mindful of that. And that's the reason why he wrote the us bitch. Unbiased bitch. <laughs> okay. Because I want to see y'all all happy. You know, yes. on the other side I want of this. For you what you want for you. I want for you what you want for you. Period. Period. All day, every day, period. When this is all said and done, sir, please reach out. Let us know how everything worked out. I would love to hear from you. I will not shout your name because yes. you didn't give us anything to go off of. So I'm going to call you COVID Bay. So COVID Bay, hit us. Let us know what you're thinking, what you've decided, what happens on the other side of this. Because Lord knows, indeterminate don't mean forever. It just mean we don't know when. It just mean we don't know. <laughs> I mean, y'all could always have, you know, a Netflix party, watch a movie together. Not a Netflix Seriously, party. send her some fucking Uber Eats. Y'all can have a date, date night. I don't know if you got an iPhone. Yeah, I mean, hit that FaceTime, Facebook, uh, Facebook Messenger, fucking Zoom for God's sake, something. That means something, but if, if you want her to be your girl and your future baby mom, because you ain't saying nothing about marrying her, that's fine. Then, you know, okay. help help her stay safe. Help her help you. Okay? So, that's what you could do. I mean, there are other ideas. You could Google some other innovative date ideas or other things to connect you guys. And, um, Yeah. I wish you the best luck with that, but don't take it out on Buddy. Buddy is trying to be the best dad he can. And so I'm going to have to convince him for that. Yes. But these are potentially your bonus kids, sir. So you should want to be, you know, have the best for them as well. And that's my thoughts on what I've been thinking. Shout out to this chick, though. Do COVID, they love her. Baby dad stepping up, doing what he got to do. I know she winning in these quarantine yeah. times. Yes. Sis is yes. winning in these yes. quarantine times, facts. facts. Shout out to this chick. Yes. Shout out to positive co-parenting, yo. Yeah. Seriously. So I fucks with it. That's, that's dope. Thank you for that. And thank you for the letter. You know what I mean? Even in the letter, it seems reasonably unbiased. So I appreciate that. It wasn't a bunch of fluff or a bunch of you know, bullshit about dude or nothing like that. So that's really yeah. mature of you as well. And you know, I mean, it sounds like I was just gonna write that. It sounds like all all of the all parties involved are mature adults. Yeah, that's dope. I like it. That gave me some. Uh, that inspired me as well. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking at some point I might do my own lemonade letter. Um, we could you know mm. pull through some shit and decipher the mess which is my life. Child, I might be doing one depending on how this meetup goes. Ah! I might be doing one. 
Look, I got fifty. I got fifty on that hundred. I got fifty on that hundred. I got good, good, good. I got fifty. Good, 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 good. Because we gotta make it do what he does. Yes. Well. Yes. If there is nothing else. Ma'am. That is it for me. Well, you guys have been listening to the All the Smoke podcast with Simone and Meek. <laughs> As always, we love you guys for listening. Send your lemonade letters to all the smoke podcast at gmail.com. And we will do our absolute best um, to continue to bring you content in this very difficult and trying time. As you are aware, we are still practicing social distancing, so we are not together. Um, so charge the audio to um, charge to your mama. The fuck? Like I said, we're doing the best. We're doing the best we can. Okay, but seriously, no, seriously, we love you guys for supporting us. We love all of the uh, feedback we've been getting and all of the you know support through our Facebook group, um, Instagram, private messaging, um, emails, everything. You guys keep us going and motivated, and we appreciate you. So um, if that is it, then we are signing out. Good day. I said good day.